uh, Welcome to Fishing Without Bait, where we invite people to entertain a life without definitive expectations, where we assist people in exploding into their lives through full impact mindfulness. There's no admission fee, only the honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness to try. If you have a few pixie dust sprinkles of those, welcome aboard. My name is Jim Ellermeyer. I'm a behavioral health therapist, and today I'm joined, as always, by my good friend, co-host, and producer of this magnificently wonderful program, Mr. Mike. Hello, Jim. Oh, good to be back with you once again. Mr. Mike, how many times or how many words does a person say a day? Oh, geez. Um, th- thousands? At least. <laughs> thousands? At let's least. let's start with that, maybe? So how often do the people know the meaning behind the words that they're using? Less than thousands, probably. <laughs> Yes. Sometimes we're so quick to throw out terms to label and describe something, aren't we? You're exactly. How many times have we said to someone, they're crazy? <laughs> I, I don't know. If you, is that what you're doing in your line of work? <laughs> uh, not me. Not at all. That's no. a dirty word. Yes, exactly. I don't know. Maybe when we're watching TV, I guess. Oh, you see somebody else. There's people talking between friends. Oh, they're crazy. Oh, mm-hmm. she's crazy. Oh, oh that crazy. one's lost his mind. Yes, yes, yes absolutely. Or they're bipolar. Mm-hmm. Or this is one of the things. They're psychotic. Absolutely. They're a psychopath. <laughs> and I don't know how many times I hear this term tossed out. They're a narcissist. Mm-hmm. I've been dating a narcissist. So anybody that does anything for themselves is automatically a narcissist. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, because it's it's using the the understood term, but really kind of um, uh, 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 centralizing it on yourself, right? Yes, yes. your perspective. You're you're using the term with your own definition behind it, your mm. own conceptualization of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, you've heard of that Dunder-Kruger effect where you. Uh, have just enough knowledge to make a fool of yourself trying to explain something. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I've been in that position many a time. Yes, yes. So, or if somebody has uh, different types of fluctuating moods occasionally, they're immediately turned bipolar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Or if they walk past you and they don't notice you and don't say hello, then they're stuck up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or if you see someone and they're a little bit hesitant, they're standoffish. Uh, sometimes they're termed aloof mm-hmm. or elitist. Mm-hmm. And we've talked before about that uh, quote by Herbert Spencer. We talked about it many times that there's a sure principle will, which will keep a person in everlasting ignorance. And that principle is contempt prior to investigation. Right. And as I'm hoping everyone in this program knows, that we deal with a lot of recovery stories. I'm in recovery myself. And I'm hoping that everyone out there is soon in recovery from the uncertainty and the animosity that seems to be dominating our particular landscape today, Mike. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And one of the things that I hear so often is the intermingling and the merging and poorly defined terms of fascism, socialism, and communism. Mm -hmm. They're a fascist. Mm -hmm. They're a socialist. They're a communist. And and, and so much, uh, I I feel like the fascism is being thrown by, like, at each other, like, like, universally. And it's just like, well, you can't all be this, you know, (laughs) Um, either way. It's like the fascist is the thing that is disagreeing to you. 
more than the definition, right? If we did a person on the street, if we did a person on the street interview and we asked people, what's the difference between fascism, socialism, and communism? How many people do you think actually could tell us the difference? Oh, like five. No. Yes. Yeah. I see, I, I see so often, and I hear these terms hoisted around, that fascism and socialism, people combine them. I don't think they believe there's any difference between mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about defining terms, that means something. Right. Uh, I, I, I think so many times it's just people parroting what they've been hearing that are also ill-defined. Yes, I believe that's right. We talk about that recency bias. Mm-hmm. So and so's a fascist. So and so's a communist. So and so's a socialist. So we, we we repeated, do we not? Right. Because that's the last thing that we heard. Right. Without what you and I always talk about, Mike, is let's check the facts. Mm-hmm. What do I know for sure? Mm-hmm. And what's right in front of me? Mm-hmm. How often in your line of work, in your life, in your daily out and abouts, do you find that people base their choices on beliefs rather than facts. Well, I think I think like 90% of the time, even, you know, and it's not necessarily a religious beliefs thing. It's just their belief of how the world works, right? What was it? Um, I don't know for a fact, but I know it's true. Was a comment, was a, was a line that I kind of like, and I, I use uh, in the last 24 hours. Well, in my world, people have beliefs that they are incompetent. That mm-hmm. they're not loved. They have beliefs that they're awkward. Mm-hmm. They have beliefs that people are judging them. Right. All these type of beliefs. And they're not based on facts. Okay. So then we get into delusionary thinking. Delusionary thinking is sticking to firm, fixed beliefs mm-hmm. despite solid evidence to the contrary. Right. Right. Okay. And, and the, key, the key word there is beliefs. So if you can indulge us, if our audience will indulge us just for a moment... Uh, We're going to read the definition of fascism. Okay. Fascism is a far-right, authoritarian, ultra-nationalist political ideology and movement characterized by a dictatorial leader, centralized autocracy, militarism, forcible suppression of opposition, belief in a natural social hierarchy, subordination of individual interests for the good of the nation and race, and strong regimentation of society and the economy. So that sounds that sounds very rigid, does it not? That, that sounds like yeah, that sounds like a lot. <laughs> that sounds very rigid, and um, you know, as everyone knows out there, we embrace all religions, and what we try to do is provide knowledge to people mm-hmm. to provide knowledge. And I know that there's a lot of individuals in the Western world, the Western thought and philosophy that uh, royal and rebel against the idea of Sharia law in Islamic societies. Mm-hmm. And when people try to impose their own ideology on school boards, on what books people can read, what subjects can be taught, tell me the difference, Mike, between the imposition of Sharia law in Islamic countries and the imposition of ideology in this country. Um, I'm going to say I don't know enough about the differences between those because um, I, I know the people kind of railing about it probably are not, um, that, that, that I do hear are probably not as informed as they should be. The basic bottom line to that, Mike, is trying to impose the template of your morality 
on every person in your society. Oh, that sounds familiar. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's Sharia law. Mm-hmm. That's what the things that are going on today in the country when they're mm-hmm. trying to tell school boards what to do. They're trying to tell libraries what books they can have, what mm-hmm. subjects can be taught to children. Yeah, based on somebody's beliefs that is not necessarily shared by everybody. That's correct. That's imposition of your own template of your life on others without any consideration of whether people agree to that or not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, and another term that people throw about is the difference between Puritans and pilgrims. Okay. The people that came over to this country. One people, other, other, one group came over to escape religious persecution, mm-hmm. and however they imposed their own form of religious persecution once they got here, and those people would be the Puritans. Mm-hmm. The pilgrims came here to the United States to emigrate and start a new life. Right. Which means pilgrims. Yes. Start a new life, a new adventure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we've already defined that term of fascism. Now, let's go to, uh, let's go to the term of socialism, if we would, please. Okay. And we're going to, I'm going to read that definition. And here's, I heard somebody say most recently that that person is a socialist. Mm -hmm. And I say, well, what is a socialist? And this is exactly what they told me, Mike. They equated being a socialist with being the authoritarian, authoritarian dictatorship of somebody like a Vladimir Putin. Okay. Okay. And I said, well, perhaps uh, you might have that misconstrued because the most basic definition of socialism is the motto of the Three Musketeers. Remember what the motto of the Three Musketeers was? All for one and one for all? That's correct. Really? Okay. That's correct. So here is the, here is the definition of socialism. A political and economic theory of social organization which advocates that the means of production, distribution, and exchange should be owned or regulated by the community as a whole. Mm-hmm. So I know sharing and taking care of everybody. I think that can get boiled down to right. Yes. So not just a distribution of goods. So we're going to take your thing and give it over here because I think that's what it gets defined as. That's the scary thing, right? They're going to take your stuff and get the, give it to somebody else that didn't work as hard as you, right? That's correct. I got mine. You get yours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm having a difficult time understanding how people can claim themselves to be Christian nationalists mm-hmm. and try to impose the Christian attitude. Mm-hmm. When I asked someone the other day, and this podcast may roll some feathers. What? This show? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, but however, uh, I asked somebody, I asked them if they were a Christian. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, I most certainly am. And I said, well, who was the who was the founder of Christianity? And they said, Jesus Christ. And I said, do you understand that Jesus Christ was the architect of socialism? Mm-hmm. That, that's how, that's unexplainable to some people. It's under, do you think most people would even comprehend that Jesus was the architect of socialism, Mike? Mm-mm, mm-mm. They're not taking, they're not taking that lesson from them, right? No, not at all. Jesus' message was based on love, compassion, and forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Love, compassion, and forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And my friends, if someone out there claims to be a Christian and they are not exhibiting love, compassion, and forgiveness, mm-hmm. then I think they might have to redefine their terms. Yes. So 
The whole idea of all this, Mike, is not to irritate people, but to have terms clearly defined. There's a lot of talk about being woke, okay? A lot of talk about being woke. And the definition of woke is to be aware of social injustice. Yes. To be aware of social injustice. And I think earlier when we had our pre-talk before the production, you were talking about too wokeness. Of, what was the term you were uh, using? Something over wokeness, because um, I feel like much like with these terms, uh, uh, the socialism and fascism are used and sort of weaponized to say, you know, you know, that's a bad person. Like I feel like the wokeness. I feel like people are looking for reasons to cancel people, reasons to because that's what gives them power, right? Um, they're able to use a real problem and and just you know. You know, again, weaponize it. Okay, absolutely. I like that term, weaponizing speech, weaponizing mm -hmm. labels. Mm -hmm. Okay, and, and let's also roll back for a second and say, when we talk about speech, and especially in this country, we talk about the First Amendment. None of that is illegal. <laughs> you know, that is, you know, as uh, on the surface as a law, like none of that is illegal. It's just mean, but <laughs> you know, right. And there's a whole lot of talk about being kind and being yes. compassionate. Yes. And I see a whole lot of shirts out now that says good vibes only. I don't know good if you've vibes. seen Good vibes. A lot of Mr. Not. Rogers shirts out there, too. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. But the whole idea is to put that into action. Mm -hmm. Okay. Put it in the world. Well, that's what it says. The, the 12 step says in 12 step recovery is having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, mm -hmm. we tried to carry the message to those who still suffer. Yep. And here's the key part of this and practice these principles in all our affairs. Mm -hmm. Not just in a 12-step meeting, out in the street with people. Mm -hmm. it's, easy to, it's easy to spout uh, Mr. Rogerisms, but then it's the action and effort to put it behind it. Yes. If you remember, we did a whole show on what words mean earlier, and one of the quotes that we used was, uh, your actions speak so loudly I can't hear what you're saying. That overwokeness, I, I really like that term, Mike. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think we kicked that around a little bit and tried to get our own definition of it. I, and I yeah, there's people that you know you would think would be this aware, you know, wokeness like like you talk about and then you talk about it would be a problem, and and they're upset with it too because they don't want to be represented in that circle. Over wokeness to me means looking to be offended. It's using real problems that people are identifying because what is wokeism again it's uh was identifying injustices yes, correct? being aware of social being, injustice. being aware of social injustices but then you're um sometimes that gets used to the point where now you've 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 turned somebody who was attempting to help you into the enemy and now you know what are they supposed to think you know um yes. it pushes them away from from being supportive to to whatever that causes, whatever that injustice is, and and makes them throw their hands up, and then then nobody help, nobody wins in the long run. But the person imposing the overworkness has a little more sense of power to them, you know. I don't know when people in this country lost their way and forgot we were all playing on the same team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's always been a thing, though. There's always been teamism in this country. You know, whether it be over uh, the things around the Civil War, the culture wars of the 50s, 60s, McCarthyism, you know, like those kinds of things. There's always been an other because 
you know that that's 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 always been the way well the way that some media people something's presented is mm-hmm. that the whole country is either far right or yes. far left yes there's no in between yes and rest of us are just looking at both sides saying what yeah <laughs> so but yes. anyways i think we're digressing Yes, well, yes, we are digressing, but it, the idea is to defining terms. Absolutely. Let's define terms. And I'm suggesting to everyone out there that before you speak, and we always use mindfulness, mindfulness of the words we speak, and I'm, we're going to end this podcast with the three gates that the Buddha talked about that words can pass through before they leave your lips. Number one, is it true? Number two, is it kind? And most importantly, my friends, is it necessary? And as always, we offer a free prescription at the end of every podcast. Fruits, nuts, and vegetables, unplug your television and take up fishing. And for a truly mindful experience, we suggest that you fish without bait. Do a kindness for yourself and do a kindness for another. Forgive yourself and forgive another. If, if we're all not God's children, none of us are God's children. Till all are free, none are free. Namaste, my friends. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutbait.com, where you can listen to the show, comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. If you're interested in flying the colors of Fishing Without Bait, click the shop icon on our website. We have clothing, mugs, cell phone cases, and so much more. Show the world that you fish without bait. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.